0: You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell explores the problem with motivation. He asks his radio audience, How do you make motivation result into action? And how do we make motivation last? Let's join the conversation.
1: The problem with motivation How do you make motivation result into action? And how do we make motivation last now part of the reason why this is a topic this evening is because I've received a number of emails from those of you who read the blog those of you who listen to the show asking how you can fix your lack of motivation that's been a flavor of a number of different notes that I've received like hey I'm not necessarily motivated or I know what it is that I should be doing But I'm not necessarily motivated to go do that Uh, or I know what it is that I want to take on, but I get stuck and I'm I don't necessarily believe I have the motivation that I need. And in these emails, I'll tell you, the theme I've seen has been a flavor of probably the following two phrases. So the first phrase is basically, I'm just not motivated, like I'm just not motivated at all. And I need motivation. And the second one is, I'm not motivated enough. So I have some motivational energy inside of me, but not enough that I believe will see me through to the end. And these phrases, while you know, I would say are common, so the number of emails I got, I would say you probably can multiply that by a whole lot. And there are a lot of other people out there who feel the same way. So it's very common. I also believe that they are clear indications that most of us don't understand what motivation is and what it really means. So what is motivation really and what does it mean? And so to start tonight's segment, I want to first really get into the definition of motivation. But before I do that, I have a call from Mr. Wells right here in Chicago. So, Mr. Wells, welcome to Inspirational Perspective. You're speaking with Linell Harris. How are you?
2: Yes, sir. No, no I'm not from Chicago. I'm, I'm in Ohio, Cincinnati. And And, okay. Mr. Harris, I, I listened to your show. I think I may have called in once, but after the previous, you know, announcer, he goes off, I still do listen. And I think you're really on to something. In fact, I listened to you going back to, to – you went to the Marine base and – I'm looking at oh, a yeah, number of yeah, shows. maybe yeah. yeah, SEALs. maybe yeah, SEALs. But, and I know you had people to post something last week, and I'm going to comment on motivation. But I, I really would encourage you to think that murdering mediocrity. <laughs> yes, sir. You're <laughs> you, you, you you're a life coach. That M word in Chicago, and I've been meaning it, and I, and I hang in with you every week and listen. But that, you said, I want you all to weigh in with me about what should I do about the logo. I'm going to encourage my brother. You do a wonderful job figure out some other alliteration other than the first M with mediocrity. You know, that (laughs) M word with Chicago, and I'm surprised no one has said, you know what, Linnell, I don't know about that first M word with, what's been going on here for the last four or five years, something else to reduce mediocrity. You can find a word. There's enough words in the lexicon. Another word that's similar to what you want to do to mediocrity without using that other M word, because I'm not going to say it, you know, uh, minimizing mediocrity. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever, or, you know, however you want to do it. But that first word mediocrity, what you do as a life coach, but I'm telling I listen to your show, bro. You, you do a real a wonderful job. And, I know I do what I do that I do what I do, and that's why I know what you're doing is very interesting. The only thing about motivation is that when I deal with individuals as a a school teacher, school counselor, I think the motivation with the mind is that you're talking about a belief system. That motivation can be is is actually transmitted in families, as opposed to individual breaking away out of a, a system of a belief system to develop motivation, and then as well be clear about the differences in physical urges and motivation. So the value system for the motive of what you're trying to accomplish, and sometimes motives may actually be strong urges, and we think that they're motives. So Mm, uh, and that's my comment about the valuation of what somebody wants to accomplish in their own belief system as an individual. If if it's something they've actually been socialized into or family has instilled these these motives, or these, this value system that tells the person you should attain this by the age of twenty five, or by thirty five, or forty five, or every day in life. This is what you should do. As far as what's the value on activity, and uh, uh, other than that, man, I like your show. I listen. Believe you me, this is the first time. But that that M word with that mediocrity. <laughs> well, always I tell you what, I,
1: I, I do. So one, I, I think you listen to the show. You know, I always value feedback. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And, and so let yeah. me let me explain because it's probably something I won't I won't stop saying, and I, I want to make sure you understand why. So can I can I share why?
2: Yes, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you, Mister
1: Okay. So and then I also want to ask you a question about what you shared in regards to motivation. So one of the reasons I use such strong language in regards to mediocrity and out of respect for you, I won't say it. But one of the reasons I I say that is because I believe. That for the most part, for the most part, when it comes to the conversation that I'm having, you know, 10 p.m. on Saturday evenings, most of us are asleep. And I choose that strong language, especially in regards to mediocrity, to wake people up. And so it's something I've been saying for a long time. And actually, I've actually trademarked it so that, you know, Uh, I actually trademarked the term murder mediocrity. On purpose, because I know that it's a strong term and I want to get people's attention. And part of the reason behind getting their attention is this the thing about our society today is that, unlike any other time, centuries before, thousands of years before, we are more entertained, basically, a rock to sleep as a society. While things move forward and not just as a society, but I would say also as a people, as a people, unfortunately, we find ourselves in some ways stuck, stuck living in a large way, a life that is that is well below the actual potential and the possibility that's well within our reach. And part of the reason I believe that is, is because. People are asleep, and it is my desire to awaken the highly entertained members of our society, of our ethnic group, from their sullen slumber of mental inertia. And that's what I call it. I call it a sullen slumber of mental inertia. And part of it is, (laughs) I believe that the entertainment, the games that we have so readily available— It's a hypnotizing, a hypnotizing comfort that has basically left a lot of us appeased with mediocrity, so much so that we're willing to completely concede our power and give up control of our thoughts, give up control of our money, uh, basically give up control of our subconscious biases and opinions, our prejudices, our fears, even our political preferences to An affluent minority that tells us what we should and shouldn't do. So that's just to explain it to you, you know, and and I completely I want to be I want to be clear. I completely respect your feedback and your opinion about it. But I also want to make sure that I I give you the respect of explaining why I've said it and why I I probably will continue to.
2: Okay. yeah, yeah. Look, uh, look, look. Uh, the thing about, like I said, motivation. I'm gonna because you got an hour, and you, the name is l i n a l harris dot com. That's right. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna hit you off with an email. You'll you'll okay. see it, and it'll have my initials. Uh, it, so I I get, I don't you get a lot of junk email, but it, it'll be c a w dot associate to Yahoo. So I'm gonna hit you email okay. the next couple of minutes, and we can confer some more by email. And that uh, good show, keep doing it. Peace and blessings.
1: All right. Thanks so much, man. I do like Brother Wells' comments about uh, about motivation in regards to how it can be transmitted at family and the value system. And I I like how he said that he equated it to the motives or strong urges. I I really did like that. And I, I believe he was going into a positive place with, you know, if you have a particular family structure, then there's a motivation in some ways to finish school or become something, become a doctor, a lawyer, because dad is or mom is. And so I believe that's where he was going. But nonetheless, great comments. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. All right. Well, back to motivation. And again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on everything that we just talked about. But back to motivation, I wanted to start with the definition of motivation itself. And motivation is a noun. And if you look it up on dictionary.com, the first meaning for the word motivation is the act or instance of motivating or providing with the reason to act in a certain way. And then the second definition is the state or condition of being motivated or having a strong reason to act or accomplish something. So now that I've shared the definition of motivation to assist us providing some clarity, I want to walk through five reasons that I believe that motivation is typically misunderstood. And the first one is going to address the question that I asked last around why is it that motivation doesn't last? And I think this is one of the one of the five misunderstandings. And the first is motivation does not last. It doesn't last. And and most of us understand the logic in the statement motivation doesn't last. However, I think we forget this and we forget it often. One of my favorite quotes is by Zig Ziglar when he said people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And it's my favorite quote because you have to shower daily. And if you don't, there's a consequence. (laughs) You'll be stinking. It's just, just that simple, right? And so you have to shower daily. You have to bathe daily. You have to do something in regards to your physical hygiene. If you want to stay fresh, you have to constantly refresh yourself to stay fresh. And there's no difference with motivation. You have to constantly motivate yourself to stay motivated. You have to constantly inspire yourself to stay inspired. And this is important to remember. I can recall attending a seminar some years ago. And at the seminar, I got really motivated. and So motivated that I decided to buy the self-help product that the gentleman was selling, and I never used the product. I bought the product because I was motivated, but then I got it home. It was in the box. I remember opening the box, and there was a lot of stuff in the box. And I thought, oh, I'll get to that later. And I never used the product. And I can also remember that later, I would sometimes get mad at my motivator, right? The individual who motivated me to buy the box. I would get upset with him for influence me to buy a product that I didn't use. And so I basically said, because of him, I wasted my money. Like I put it all over there. <laughs> and part of this is because I didn't realize at the time that it was my job to stay motivated and get into action so I could see my plans through to completion. The reason I bought the product is because I thought the product would fit into my plan And so, in thinking that, I bought it. However, I did not work the plan. I did not work the product. And so, I never saw through to completion. And so, there I was with this $299 box in my office. And so, the very first thing I, I think we should understand about motivation number one, motivation does not last, it does not last. I'll come back to that in detail in the future. Number two. Motivation doesn't magically eliminate bad habits. All right. So what do I mean by that? Here's the deal. You can get motivated and you can get all fired up. That's great. But the next thing I have to say is get into action. Oh, so you're going to do it tomorrow. Why? And I'll tell you why. It's because you have a bad habit of procrastinating, and motivation won't fix that. And I want to be very clear because motivation, I'll get into this later, is somewhat of an emotional thing, right? It's an emotional experience. And so you can feel motivated, but feeling motivated is not going to fix your bad habits. And so if you have a bad habit of procrastinating, or there's some more bad habits people have that sometimes get in the way of motivation. Another one might be perfectionism, right? I'm motivated to write, let's say, a a new blog and put it out there on the World Wide Web. Well, if perfectionism is one of your bad habits, it will never be right. It will never be good enough. And so, you could be motivated, but do you actually hit publish? Do you actually send it? Do you actually share it with the world? Probably not, if that's one of your bad habits. Another bad habit that often will trump motivation is busyness and being busy-minded. You know, you got too much to do. I'm motivated. I'm motivated to go work out. However, ah, too busy. You know, I'm, I'm really motivated, though. Like, I just talk to a trainer or I just saw that movie that makes me want to get in shape and I'm going to do this. But uh, after I finish everything else, Um, so being busy or busy minded. The other one is a big one. This is what I was just sharing with Brother Wells. The other thing that gets in the way of motivation is the need to be entertained. Uh, The need to be entertained. It's a mindset. It's a habit of where I'm going instead of doing that thing that I know I should be doing or even doing that thing I'm motivated to do right now, I'm going to play Candy Crush or I'm just going to turn on my my brand new PS4 and play video games or my brand new Xbox and play video games. And so this whole idea of the need to be entertained gets in the way of motivation. And then another one that probably seems fairly evident is laziness, you know, so you're motivated. But if you just have a habit of being lazy, then you got something really tough to contend with. And so if you prefer just sit around and maybe watch television versus do that thing that you know you should be doing, then it's the bad habit that you have to contend with more than being motivated itself, Uh, because even if you're motivated, you still are struggling with the habit. Another one could be analysis paralysis, right? Uh, I think that kind of blends in with perfectionism. But anyway, the list goes on when it comes to bad habits that can nullify motivation. And there probably are a number of ways to address these bad habits. One would be to form new habits, right? Forming new habits are tough. And forming new habits without support can be extremely tough. And so that's why, personally, I think one of the best ways to contend with these type of bad habits is to work with an ontological coach. And I'm not just saying that because I am one, but I say that because I happen to have worked with a coach and continue to work with a coach myself because it, it works wonders in regards to some of the bad habits that we as humans have. In regards to really going after that goal, really going after that dream or that aspiration when we're motivated and we have to contend with our own bad habits. So that's number two. Number two is motivation doesn't magically eliminate bad habits. Number three is motivation is a choice. Motivation is a choice. Now, for those of you who follow the blog, you know, uh, this past week, I I just wrote a blog post that was titled Life is About Choices and was actually titled Life is About Choices and Choosing to Read This Could Change Your Life. And the long and short, again, later this month, I'll probably get into more detail about that post and share a lot more perspective than what I could write. But the long and short is this. Life is all about what we choose. And this can extend itself to number two, that motivation doesn't eliminate bad habits. We have a choice. What it comes down to is, are you willing to make the tough choice? For instance, you feeling down on your luck or has life dealt you a poor hand and nothing's going your way? All of those are really good reasons to be completely unmotivated. And after all, nobody understands quite what you're going through, right? I've heard that before, like, oh, you just don't understand or, or you don't get it. You don't understand how horrible my life is or you don't understand how horrible my situation is or you don't understand, Linnell, how horrible the circumstance is. And I'll tell you, it's not really about understanding, you know, so wrong. There are plenty of people who have it tougher than you. Plenty of people. And sometimes we think, oh, I just lost my job. The world, you know, it's it's tougher for me than anybody else out there. Wrong. I once told a friend of mine that if he could take a deep breath and then flex the muscles in his back, like, you know, feel the muscles in your back by pulling back your shoulders and then feel the muscles in your chest by pulling your, your, your shoulders forward and then feel the muscles in your stomach and your arms. And if he could stand up and bend over and touch his toes, then it's a good day and that he is blessed. And the reason I told him that's because he was having a pity party about a job. And I'm like, man, you are blessed. You are blessed beyond many people. There are people right now who would prefer to get a limb back would prefer to have full use of every and all facility of their bodies. And they would give up the job in a heartbeat. And so sometimes we we get caught up on these things that, well, I get they are important. It does mean something. But we get caught up on these things and we forget that we have so much to be thankful for. And if you can do all the things I just shared, if you can... You know, pull your shoulders back and feel the muscles in your back and pull them forward and feel the, the muscles in your chest and, you know, touch your stomach and, and feel the muscles in your stomach. And, you know, maybe all of us can't feel the muscles in our stomach, but you can feel your stomach. And and if you can pull your arms up and feel the, the muscle in your bicep, whether you're a man or a woman, and you can, you can stand up and bend over and touch your toes, then it's a good day and you are blessed. So stop the pity party and the woe is me blue song. Getting motivated is a choice. It's a choice. And if you choose self-pity, that's fine. But that's your choice. And just knowing that feeling like the world took a dump on you, like if that's the payoff, if that feels good for you, that's what you want to do. If that's what you choose, then be responsible for what you choose. If you don't choose motivation, then don't complain about the results of your choice, period. And let me be clear about the payoff because as a coach, when I'm working with a client and they get stuck somewhere, and let's say they get stuck in this state of self-pity and they're really feeling bad for themselves. One of the things I always ask is, what's the payoff? What do you get out of feeling like that? And most people would say, well, what do you mean? Like, What do you mean, what do I get out of feeling like that? But typically the payoff is feeling righteous or or really getting a chance to feel bad and feel like you're a victim. Like there is an emotional, psychological and chemical payoff. That's the way the body works. And so being aware of that payoff is what helps you shift your way of being to the extent where you can choose something different. And maybe choose getting motivated so that way you can choose out of the situation you're in. And part of the reason I know it's a choice is because I've made the choice to be upset. Well, I made the choice to stay mad. Well, I made the choice to be a victim. And I know that there's a payoff. You know, it feels good to, in a weird kind of way to say, I'm just going to be mad. I'm going to stay mad right now. And it's a choice. And so what do you choose? Again, if you don't choose motivation, don't complain about the results of your choice. If you choose to be upset, you choose self-pity, you choose to be mad. And that upsetness and that self-pityness and that madness get you all into a funk and all types of bad things happen to you because you've chosen a negative state of being and a negative state of mind. Then don't complain about the results of your choice. That's all I'm saying. And I'm done with that one. All right. I could really keep going. But I'm going to move on to number four. And so that one, to be clear, number three is motivation is a choice. It is a choice. You can choose to be motivated simply by what you listen to, simply by by what you read. It's one of the reasons I shared this with you guys some time ago that I have on my On my phone, I have a music playlist and my playlist is labeled with certain songs or or certain playlists are labeled inspiration and motivation, because if I don't feel motivated, I can choose to be motivated by this is going back to the first two months, January, actually December, January, and February. I can choose to be motivated by choosing motivational inputs. Choosing motivational inputs, it is a choice. Okay, number four. And this is number four of the five reasons motivation is typically misunderstood. So the fourth reason motivation is typically misunderstood is because motivation does not create action. Motivation does not create action. So let me explain. Peter Bregman summed this up very nicely in an article he wrote for the Harvard Business Review. And it was titled, Your Problem Isn't Motivation. And I read this some time ago. And when I when I went to write this blog, it popped into my brain and I went back and researched the the article he wrote, and I found uh, a couple of statements that he made in the article that I want to share with you guys. So the the name of the article was, if you want to read it, your problem isn't motivation. And in this article, he states, motivation is in the mind and follow through is in the practice. Motivation is conceptual. Follow through is practical. All right. So, Another way to say what he said, to put it in layman's terms, okay, is that motivation creates the fertile soil for your seeds of action to be planted. But you've still got to go plant the seeds. Take action when you're motivated. Don't wait to plant your seeds. That is... I think, even for me, has been one of the secrets for me of really getting things done. Like, when I'm motivated to, to write a particular post or write a blog, I write right then. When I have a particular thought or concept that I want to really dive into, I'll take out my phone and I'll write it down right then, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I capture it. I capture that motivational moment. So that way, in in some ways, I can almost unwrap it later when I have a chance. So, number four, motivation doesn't create action. It is how you use the motivation that creates the action. So when you're motivated, take action. And the other way I put it is, don't wait to plant your seeds. Imagine that your seeds are... The things that you're motivated to do, go plan them right then. Don't wait. And we've already discussed that motivation doesn't last. So the best time to get started is when you're motivated. That is the best time to get started when you are motivated. Number five is motivation is an energizing force. Motivation is an energizing force. I think you already know this, but if you can't, let me ask you a question. Can you remember the last time you were really motivated? I mean, the last time where you were like on your feet, like I'm going to make something happen. I am going to shift something today. I am going to make my life different. I can see my potential clearly. I can see the possibility clearly. And I'm going after it right now. When was the last time you felt like that? And what did it feel like? Like, what did it feel like? And I'll tell you, for me, motivation feels like a surge of energy. Like just something is like rushing through my through my body. Like the body sensation is just, I mean, I can feel it not just in my skin, but I can feel it almost all the way down to my bones. And this feeling seems to create like this endless array of possibilities. Like I can just, man, I can I can move walls, knock down walls, do whatever it takes to get to the end goal. That's what it feels like for me when I'm extremely motivated. And I'll tell you, the, the last time I felt like that, I actually was recently, you know, so this year I kind of been on a Tony Robbins kick, you know, and I used to listen to Tony Robbins a lot years ago. And then, it, you know, kind of fell off and I moved on to other people. And um, he has a CD called Unlimited Power. And so lately I've been playing that. And about a month or two ago, I can't remember. It might have been January or a little bit after New Year's. I, you know, I was playing that and I was on a a long ride, maybe like a a 45 minute ride. And up to then, I hadn't had a chance to listen to it all the way through. Like I always had to stop somewhere and get out and go to the store or, or go to work and stop. And so I would pick it back up halfway through. And this time I had a chance to listen to that CD, all 50 minutes of it straight through. and When I got out the car, I was on 10. I'm like, man, I'm about to do some things this year. That's what it felt like for me. And the reason I share that is because motivation in itself can be intoxicating. It can be intoxicating. And it takes a certain level of self-discipline and wisdom to not only enjoy that motivational high, but also use that energizing force to get into action.
0: This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Lanell Harris on social media at the handle Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text Inspired to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.